Hey friends, I'm Melissa Enns and you've found the Sister Studies Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Spending time reading and reflecting on Jesus's life and teachings is a really good way to prepare our hearts for Easter. So for Lent this year on the podcast, I'm pulling together a special collection of lessons I learned and shared in 2019 from the Gospels of Luke and Matthew. In this episode, I'm revisiting Jesus's teachings in Matthew 5 called the Beatitudes. Let's take a look at the difference between who the world defines as blessed and who Jesus calls blessed, and may we be encouraged to seek God's blessings rather than the world's. May the Holy Spirit speak to you and encourage you today as you listen. Hi, sisters. Welcome back to Sister Studies. This is Sister study number 11. And I'm so happy to be here with you today. My name is Melissa Enns, in case you don't know that. And um, yeah, our study today is called Beyond Blessed or Beyond Hashtag Blessed. Um, And you'll see what that's about in a minute. We're just going to learn together, share together a bit and pray together and then grow together in the Lord. Um, So some of us have been reading through the New Testament this year, and right now we are um, have just started the book of Matthew, and the first four chapters of Matthew um, are pretty well known. They're um, about the first chapter is Jesus's genealogy, so his ancestry, tracing him back to um, to Abraham, and um, and then it talks about his birth and the visits from the wise men and how then they were told to flee to Egypt and then he returned to Nazareth. And then it jumps ahead to John the Baptist's ministry and when Jesus was baptized and tempted in the wilderness, which I talked about a few weeks ago. And then even when he begins preaching and calling his disciples and expanding his ministry. So chapter Matthew chapter five picks up with the first and the longest recorded sermon that Jesus ever gave. And it's called the Sermon on the Mount, and it's recorded in um, Matthew 5 through 7. And we're just going to talk today about um, the first basically 10 verses of Matthew 5. And what in those 10 verses, it talks about being blessed. Um, but first, before we talk about that, I want to, I have a question for you. So my question is, are you happy? Um, I ask that question partly because my husband, for some reason, some of you know my husband, Lowell, he has asked me numerous times recently, are you happy? He's asked if I'm happy. And it's kind of bugged me because often um, he tends to ask me when I'm doing things like the dishes um, or just kind of working around the house, which are normally not the times that I think of myself that I feel like I'm really happy. you know, I'm not doing things in those moments that um, spark joy, as some people might say. Um, and so it's just gotten me thinking more about, well, when am I happy? What does it even mean to be happy? Um, I know that I'm happiest when I'm around people. Um, so when I'm at church, I'm happy. But when I'm at home doing the stuff that I don't necessarily want to do, I'm, I don't always think of myself or feel immediately like I'm happy. But when I looked up the definition of happiness, 
One of the definitions, you know, it talks about that happy means feeling or showing pleasure or contentment. So it doesn't have to be like, yay, smiley, in a good mood. It could be just a, a calmer sense of contentment that things are things are good in your life. And or also it has to do with things being, you know, just convenient or like, oh, a happy coincidence. Um, but if we think about, you know, who, it makes me think about who does the world say are the happy people? And if you watch the news or read the blogs and watch, you know, the social media, the awards, the, the things in the world, what you would get the impression that the happy people are the smart, the powerful, the rich and famous, the strong and successful, the beautiful, the educated, the stylish, or um, maybe you don't feel like you're any of those things, but at least you can be organized and healthy and in control of your life and maybe your family. Um, or, you know, we just think of happy are the perfect and the people that have it all together. Now, I don't know about you, I could guess, but I don't normally feel like I can find myself in that list. Um, I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm smart in some ways, but um, not powerful or rich. Or I'm rich compared to a lot of people in the world, but not compared to a lot of other people. So it's all about who you're looking at. Um, all these things, you know, I I do not have it all together at all and um i mess up all the time like so i those and if i focus on these things and think that i have to do all these things to be happy i'm never going to be happy and neither are you if you think you need all these things and what we know right is that the people that we think of as having all these things that most of the times they're not really happy either um so it's kind of like we've been sold this lie that this is what you need to be happy even though the people that have all these things aren't actually happy either. So let's see what what does the Bible have to say about this and see if we can find some different truth. So if we change the question, are you happy to are you blessed, then I think that all of us that are watching this video would say, yeah, we know that God has blessed us. And the word that um, that's used in this passage we're looking at is makarios, and it means supremely blessed. So this is not just a little bit blessed, but this is really blessed. And so by extension that, you know, we're fortunate, we've, we're well off and actually happy. Sometimes this word makarios is not just translated as blessed, but it actually means happy. So if we are the kind of blessed that it talks about in the Bible, then we actually should be happy. So let's see what it says. Instead of blessed, happy are the rich and the famous and the smart and successful, let's see what, um, what Jesus says about the, who the blessed are. So in these, in these verses, it kind of follows a pattern. Blessed are the, or those who something for, which means, you know, because something else. So let's see what Jesus has to say. So Jesus says at the beginning of this long sermon that he preaches to the people in Matthew, the first thing he says is, blessed, and that's where it also means happy, are the poor in spirit, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Wow, that is so different than what the world would say, right? 
So Jesus is saying, blessed are the poor. And poor there actually means beggars. It's not just that they don't have much, but they are begging um, in spirit. And I think that it's because if we know that in our spirit, we have so little that we need to beg, we're going to go to God. And so blessed are those who beg from God for what they need, because the kingdom of heaven is going to be ours. Because if we are begging God for what he wants to give us, he wants to give us the kingdom, not the kingdom of this earth, but the kingdom of heaven. And that's a promise. Um, it also says, blessed are those who mourn. So in other words, happy are the sad, which isn't that ironic, um, for they will be comforted. I don't know if you can think of the last time that there was a child maybe that needed comfort that was hurt or sad or scared and you were able to come alongside them or maybe you were the one that was hurt or sad or scared and somebody came alongside you. But there is something really sweet that happens in relationship when we are able to comfort someone else that needs it or when somebody else comforts us. And I think that God is saying, Jesus is telling us here, blessed are the ones that grieve and that are sad because they will be comforted and they will know what that means to be um, comforted both by others and by, and by God. And that really is a blessing because it, it bonds us in relationship to God and to other people. And, and that's actually a, a blessing more than ever not being sad would be. Blessed are the humble, for they will inherit the earth. So in this, in this one, humble, it's not just being humble, like thinking low of yourself, but it's about being gentle and mild in, your, in just the way you deal with other people. And I think that is such a contrast to the world. When we think about people climbing the corporate ladder or trying to get ahead in life and they're you know, stepping on people as they're trying to get their way to claw their way to the top. And God is saying the opposite, that blessed are the humble, the gentle, the mild, because they're not after what's at the top of the ladder of success, but they're going to inherit the earth. And um, that sounds a lot nicer, a lot nicer to me. Then in verse six, he says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Um, and filled there means to be satisfied. If we hunger and thirst for the right things for a relationship with God, God is so eager to satisfy those desires in us. And too often we fill ourselves up with junk, um, emotionally, spiritually, entertainment-wise, that we aren't hungry anymore for what God wants us to be hungry for. And, you know, I'm guilty of that as much as lots of other people. And um, it's like, you know, if our kids, if our kids fill up on chocolate and ice cream, they're not going to be hungry for dinner. So I think God's reminding us to hunger and thirst for the right things, and then we will be filled and we will be satisfied because that's what he wants to give us and do for us. Um, blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. You know, when we are merciful towards others, it is a lot easier to receive mercy um, from others as well. They're more likely to give it, and we're more likely to receive it because um, because we know that we need it. I think that goes along with being humble. And yeah, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Um, and it, I think that when our hearts are pure, 
and because they've been purified because of the work that God has done in us, then we see God at work around us and in other people. And um, because our eyes are looking for the right thing. And it actually, in this next, in the next verse, uh, sorry, the next chapters, it talks more about our eyes and our spiritual eyes. And um, I think that we see God when we allow our hearts to not be tainted by, by too much of the world. Um, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. And I think, you know, if our God is the God of peace, at least in Romans, if not other places, God is referred to as the God of peace. And so if God is going to be the God of peace, then of course his children would be children of peace. You know, like when our kids, when people say, oh, look at, he looks so much like his dad, or she acts so much like her mom. Um, or when we're telling our spouse he gets that from you he you know that's that's your that's your dna that's not mine um if god is a god of peace who came to make make peace with us then we will resemble him and we will be recognized as his children when we are making peace with others and that is a good thing to aim for and then the last one i'm going to mention is blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness you know jesus was persecuted and Sometimes we will be persecuted as well if we are doing what's right. Um, but I think that God wants us to remember that we were not, we are not created and destined um, for this world, but that he has made us for heaven. And that even if we are persecuted on the earth, that um, for the right reasons, not just because we're picking fights with people, but be for the right reasons that, um, the kingdom of heaven belongs to us. And so we don't have to worry about what happens here on this earth. So that's really all. I just wanted to go through those things and let's pray. And then I'll offer a couple final thoughts. So I wrote out this prayer and I just want to read it to you and over you. So Father, God of peace, let us not be afraid to beg before you, for you have promised you've promised us the kingdom. God, let us not be afraid to grieve, for we know that you will comfort us. Let us be gentle and humble, knowing that anything good in us is because of you. Let us hunger and thirst for true righteousness, for you will gladly satisfy. Teach us to be merciful with others and ourselves so that we may offer and receive mercy. Purify our hearts, Father, that we would see you everywhere. Teach us to pursue peace, for that is what children of the God of peace would do. Help us not be afraid of persecution in this world, for we belong to the glorious kingdom of heaven. And I ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, girls. So let's, as we grow this week, let's forget the world's pursuit of happiness and definition and recipe for finding happiness. And let's move, move beyond just the typical hashtag blessed that is, you know, more about uh, material things and not always, I know it's not always, but too often um, people, we look at the material things of this world and we look at those things as our blessings. And then it's easy to say, well, I'm not blessed like that. But let's focus instead on God's blessings on um, being humble and pure in heart and seeking God and being merciful 
because if we do those things, then we are going to find ourselves truly blessed and truly happy in this life. And so my question for you is, as you look back over those um, verses, you can look them up in your Bible in Matthew 5, and just which of those blessed are fill in the blanks? Do you feel like most reflects your heart and life right now? Some of those you might think, yeah, actually, I am experiencing this. I can say this is true in my life. Um, so which ones of those do you feel like, yeah, God is, has done that work in your life? And then which ones do you feel like, mm, no, I still need to work on this? Um, God needs to do some work in me in this area. And just think about that. And you feel free to share if you want. And um, I just hope you have a truly blessed, happy in the Lord week because God loves you so much. Have a wonderful week and we will see you again next time. Thanks everyone. Bye. Hey, it is such an honor to have you listening here. I really don't take it for granted, so thank you. Do I need to tell you that you can subscribe so that you'll know when the next podcast episode is available? I probably don't. But I will tell you that you can also go to my blog at sisterstudies.melissaends.com if you want to sign up for my emails so that you don't miss anything or if you want to check out any of my videos or previous studies or recordings. You can find everything I've shared in the last couple of years right there on the blog. The links to that site and any other resources will be in the episode notes. May God bless you as you seek to know him in the weeks ahead. Remember that he already knows you and he loves you more than you can imagine. I'll see you next time.